Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Let's start off Monday morning with a fine example of the work done at the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast! Zookeepers at a public aquarium in China released details about a medical condition involving a nurse shark, and they are happy to report the animal will recover. The shark, apparently overate, then suffered a medical issue that could only be translated into English as that it defecated hard, which left part of its colon sticking out of its butt. There's only one way to fix that, apparently, and that's surgery. So veterinarians prepared an operating table in a small tank, and after the anesthesia took effect put the shark's bottom back together. The incident again gathers the ingredients for the perfect headline. Wrecked him? Damn near killed him. <laughs> it's like a Humpty Dumpty story, Cliff. <laughs> all the king's surgeons and all the king's men. <laughs> you know. couldn't, put the, couldn't put the king's bottom back together yeah, again. Put it back in or something like that. I don't know what it is. <laughs> well, Cliff, I am by no means a bagel man whatsoever. I just walk by bagels. Just Bagels? Oh, yes. I just you know, I don't even pay attention to them. But I did over the weekend. Oh, you did? And I noticed something about bagels I'd never noticed before. What's that? There are There's a bagel called a cinnamon raisin bagel. Yum. Perhaps you've heard of that. I have indeed heard of that. And then right beside that, I saw the everything bagel. Yeah. And then I looked at the ingredients on the everything bagel. Yeah. It contains neither cinnamon nor raisin, so it's not really the <laughs> everything not, bagel now, you're, is it? You're, you're absolutely <laughs> right. Well, Cliff, last week, if you remember, I asked our yeah. wonderful 11 listeners mm-hmm. not to ask any questions about a statement I was getting ready to bring up. <laughs> and, of course, the statement that you made immediately suggested questions should be asked there should be follow-up yes yes but there wasn't was there cliff it was just questions <laughs> laid out there so um well i had questions i know and you refused to answer them. i'm not going to answer and uh, <laughs> kind of got the same thing going on here today uh-oh something else you just want to say but you don't want people to know more about i don't want you to question it because i really can't explain how it happened that's the sad part here i think lack of sleep or something but um, well that'll happen i've never done this in my life ever ever okay now i wear socks cliff that go up um, over my calf that's just my comfort zone you know a lot of people like the little low cut ones i like the ones that come up high like i believe the technical term is crew socks i believe that is the technical term but I found out Saturday on my way to Evansville to watch a baseball game yeah. that wearing one sock is more uncomfortable than wearing no socks at all. How I did that, I don't know. Hold on. You went out with one sock on. Yes. Now, I don't wear shorts, so nobody could actually see my discomfort. <laughs> but, again... You forgot to put your second sock on. I did forget my right sock. And all the way to Evansville, as I'm giving the car the what gas I could give it, I'm like, something's wrong with my foot. 
Something doesn't feel right down there. Right. <laughs> and you and you couldn't tell what it was because you're wearing long pants. Right. But when I get to the game and I'm sitting there and it got to bother me and I reached down to scratch my leg and yeah. I went, I don't have a sock on there. No wonder. <laughs> we this episode of People Will Steal Anything, Anytime and Anywhere comes to us from the country of India with a twist from the morning roadshow to Barbanov just in time for breakfast. Authorities there have embarked on an ambitious plan to produce vermi compost in an effort to generate income for many low-income rural folks in the Chhattisgarh region of India by having them actively work to collect what the country already has apparently a lot of. The government buys that in bulk and then plans call for it to be used to create beds that can create important food sources and soil enricheners. And less than two months into the project, someone showed up in the overnight hours last week and stole nearly a ton of that material, and police are now investigating, looking to find the person or persons responsible for stealing all the cow poop, which is apparently worth about $20 a ton when purchased by the Indian government, but there's no word on how much cow poop will bring on the black market. And no matter which way you look at it, it's a crappy situation. That's a lot of shoveling for 20 bucks, Cliff. I'm going to say <laughs> I, that right now. I totally agree. I don't know how many shovel loads that would be for 2,000 pounds, but for 20 bucks, <laughs> I think I'm going to be out on that one, Cliff. You I, think so? I think I'll uh, turn my nose up on that. Well, I know, Cliff, we haven't been on the brain in quite some time in our games <laughs> that we've been playing on this program. Yes. I would like to bet on the brain right now myself. I could use some help from the brain. <laughs> Okay. You see, Cliff, this is my quandary. Yeah. Okay. I know. I wasn't going to go there this morning, but I'm 99% sure they're not listening anyway. Okay. So that helps me out a bit. I think, Cliff, mm -hmm. I may need to drop an old friend of mine. To drop? I need. To, I think I may need to. Over you mean like to, to say you're no longer friends with this person? To quit associating with them in any way. Okay. Yeah. And I say that, Cliff, over something that happened over the weekend. Maybe it's okay. me. That's why I'm asking you this. Okay, sure. I got an invitation in the mail Friday from this okay. friend. Yeah. And this is rather strange. It's okay. an invitation to an adult slumber party at his house. <laughs> I thought that was weird. And the little notation on there is, yeah. you can bring a date if you wish. Now, that's a bit awkward of a date, Cliff, if you want to bring someone to a slumber party with a bunch of adults laying around <laughs> trying to sleep with CPAP machines on, making noises all night long. What do you think, Cliff? <laughs> I think who it's... Brings, who brings a CPAP to a slumber party? Well, you would have to if the, the age group that's going to be there, there's going to be well, some people that need that. Well, I don't want to listen to that all night long. And you don't want to bring a date to listen to that all night long. Have you ever heard of an adult slumber party in I, your life? I, I mean, I, I have never heard of an adult slumber party. I don't even know what you would not, do at one of these things. Not, you know, not where you like roll sleeping bags out on the floor and all, you know. Oh, he's got air mattresses for everybody. Yeah, that too. Yeah, see, it's not going to work. So, yeah. you think I should RSVP that I can't and make up some excuse, or you think I just need to drop this dude entirely, Cliff, for even inviting me to this thing? You should know me better than this. I'm asking the brain, what should I do here? Well, I, I would definitely um, R RSVP and say thanks, but no. And you really don't have to give an, 
explanation as to why you're not coming. You just have to say you can't come. As far as taking the one step further and basically unfriending this person from your life, I don't know if you need to go that far, but it's entirely possible you want to be really wary about being around them. <laughs> well, I'm worried about next year. What if this becomes an annual event for his, the adult slumber party at his house? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe it'll go over good. I'm telling you, Cliff, the CPAP machines are going to stop a lot of the excitement of this thing. When everybody, so, huh? when everybody brings them out of the bag and hooks them into the electrical cords. yeah, <laughs> They'll blow a few. I think they will. <laughs> There's a new species yeah. of frog. Yeah. And it's going to be named in honor of the rock band Led Zeppelin. Really? Yes. That's cool. Two scientists discovered this tiny frog species last year in Ecuador. And clearly, to me, these scientists have licked that frog a few too many times if they're going to name it after Led Zeppelin, the band. <laughs> now that, probably right. I think they have, Cliff. I think there's <laughs> been some frog licking going on there. What, what, what are they calling it? It's Spe- Specifically? It's the Led Zeppelin frog. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I mean. So do you think maybe some frog licking was going on out in I think, the... Uh, I think maybe there's there's some kind of toxin on the frog's back and they've been licking it. It's a lonely day and night in Ecuador, <laughs> I'll say that. Weed, as the city of Princeton and Gibson County as a whole has learned over the past uh, half century or nearly so, there are good things and bad things about having mega industry come to town. And the divides between those who want the jobs and economic development and the residents who are happy with the peace and quiet can be quite deep. And nowhere is this more evident than in the small town of Teeswater, Ontario, Canada. Population, 995. It's just a few miles from Lake Huron, and the region mostly agricultural, as you might expect. But the town has a potential for big industry to change the landscape of the community forever. And I mean literally, forever. Because Ontario Power Generation, the provincial utility, has a plan to create near that community a nuclear waste dump site. Oh, sure, it'll be 1,600 feet underground. Government says that's enough to be perfectly safe. (laughs) Would you feel perfectly safe? (laughs) Uh, No. (laughs) I would be a little skittish myself. I mean, there's there's only one way to get it to 1,600 feet underground, and that's to truck it in there. Or, you know, bring it in on rail cars. So at some point, it's going to be riding right through town. <laughs> well, I would feel safe, Cliff, if it was 1,600 feet in the ground yeah. in somebody else's neighborhood. Somebody, Yeah, see, that's how it's, it's called NIMBY. The NIMBY principle stands for not in my backyard. I'm okay with solar power as long as it's not in my backyard, et cetera, and so forth. I'm that way with nuclear stuff. Just- <laughs> Put it in Cliff's yard. I'm okay with that. Just keep me away from it. You know, Cliff, I saw this this morning, the grossest foods that your family made that you thought was actually normal. I know for me and my family, it was applesauce, red jello, mixed with red hot candies. Have you ever heard of such a side dish in your life, Cliff? That was a side dish? That was a side dish at our house. Did you have any... uh, Kind of gross foods that you uh, had when you were growing up, Cliff? Um, hmm. I'm not sure. Um, I'm sure there was. I mean, there was just stuff that I didn't like, but that was because I didn't like it. Well, salmon patties. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, sa- everyone's family. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there, there was a thing that, it, and it was someone I dated. Her, her family made this. It was called sausage and kidney bean casserole. That sounds horrible. And I don't know, remember the entire ingredients of what got mixed into the kidney beans, but I know there was mustard involved, and you would cook it with the sausage links on top, and when it all came out, everything was green. (laughs) (laughs) Literally bright green from the mustard and whatever else was in there. That, 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 no. I don't eat anything that's green. (laughs) <laughs> Anything. Now, I did read on here, Cliff. Yeah. Peanut butter and bacon on toast. Yeah. Covered with gravy. That sounds wonderful to me, not gross. I don't know. I you had me until gravy. That's but, three of the basic food groups there. Peanut well, butter, you, it bacon, is, and yes. gravy, Cliff. <laughs> yeah. you got to build your pyramid so you can be healthy. <laughs> Our good friends, McDonald's. Yes. They were hit by a data breach. Of all people, somebody's hacking McDonald's. <laughs> Someone's hacking McDonald's. And the password, Cliff, yeah. Yeah. as the story came out, wasn't that hard to guess. Yeah. It was four letters, and the clue was, there's always a clue, mm-hmm. the McRib tastes like blank. And I went with rope. I think that's <laughs> rope. rope. I think that's the McRib tastes like rope. I've never rope. had one, but it looks like it, it would taste so, like rope. I mean, if you've never had one, then how can you judge? I'm just saying that it looks like the the McRib would taste like <laughs> rope. <laughs> but it, <laughs> That's the four-letter word right there. I, I know, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. It's pork, also a four-letter word. The McRib tastes like pork. Does it yes. really taste like pork? Yes. Honestly <laughs> tastes like pork. It, I mean, it tastes like a barbecue pork sandwich. Not rope. No. (laughs) With everything going electric, all the vehicles and everything, I never really thought of this, but the CEO of Harley-Davidson says that they will eventually have to go all electric on their Harley-Davidson motorcycles. (laughs) Now, Cliff, I'm not a big fan of motorcycles, meaning that I've never been on one but like twice in my life and almost wrecked both times, and I was the passenger, yes. (laughs) and um well you're supposed to lean with them and i can't hardly do that yeah and i got to thinking about this harley davidson's to me in a car when i'm uh, going down the road and they pass me or i'm at a stoplight and they're right beside me i love the sound of that engine that it makes and with it being all electric there won't be any sound so they're going to have to recreate a sound to let you know that they're in the area, like they do a lot of the electric cars now. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, they have to program a Tesla to make noise so you know it's coming. So you know that it's coming and you don't yeah. walk out in front of it. And so Harley-Davidson, yeah. sadly, Cliff, will have to do the same thing. Will yeah. it be this kind of sound, Cliff? <laughs> yes, Cliff, that's a baseball card stuck in a spoke somewhere in a bike. No. My guess is no. It won't be that, thankfully. It won't be, yeah. And they'll have to change their motto. You know, it's always born to be wild. Yeah. Now it would have to be born to be mild. You're on a Harley. (laughs) Not a good selling point. (laughs) It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. I realize that holding your breath is free. I also (laughs) realize that having someone scare you is free. 
except yeah. for the laundry. But this is definitely more expensive. Well, I'm just saying, Cliff, depending on how much you're scared. Depending upon how scared you get, yes. Right. This is definitely more expensive, but if you have the trouble of having the hiccups a lot, this could well be worth it because scientists say they finally come up with a product that yeah. will cure it. It's an Hic- L-shaped straw called yeah. the Hickaway. Hickaway. The Hickaway. Okay. And they claim that it works 92% of the time if you have hiccups. Hmm. And all okay. you have to do is pretty simple. What's that? Get a glass of water, stick the straw into the water. There's yeah. two holes at the bottom of the straw. And that creates a small amount of pressure when you drink the water through it. Okay. And that pressure yeah. repositions your diaphragm. Which I never thought I would say this morning, repositions your diaphragm. (laughs) But it does it just enough to stop the hiccups immediately. And you can get one of these Hickaways, H-I-C-C, away, at Amazon. Guess how much, Cliff? Uh, $15. You looked it up, didn't you? I didn't know. I did not. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. For $15, really? you can be hiccup-free 92% of the time. But then again, having someone scare you is free, except for the laundry. Well, <laughs> and all of that, you can take to the bank. Cliff, was there anything anything at all said today? <laughs> yeah, there were a few things, and some of which you might not want to think about again. Hence, that's why they're all on the list. Number three, having someone scare you is free, except for the laundry. (laughs) (laughs) That just popped out. I know, yeah. Number two, how much cow poop will bring on the black market? (laughs) It's 20 bucks a ton, isn't it? That's, That's what they said, yes. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, you, my friend. Forgot to put on a second sock. I did, yes, on Saturday. <laughs> so you had two shoes, one sock. <laughs> and that's uncomfortable. I'm sure it is. It's, it's freaky uncomfortable, as a matter of fact. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.